Welcome to Dare to Dream. This is Debbie Dashinger. This show has been nominated for two People's Choice Podcast Awards and a Webby Award, and we rank in the top 100 in all of USA in self-improvement under podcasts, as well as in the top 50 in many countries throughout the world. Thank you for listening. Thank you for leaving us a review and subscribing so that other people can find this conversation. I am a certified coach and my expertise is in visibility media. I run a visibility hub and what that means is I teach you how to, how to write a page turner book as well as take your book and I guarantee that it becomes an international bestseller. I also teach the ultimate visibility formula, how to get booked on radio and podcast shows and get great results. So I myself have been interviewed on 1500 media outlets. I live the life I teach and I love the life I live. So if you're ready for some of that, just go to debbie-inger.com. There's lots of free tips and tools there for you to download and enjoy. And it's D-E-B-B-I, D as in David, A-C-H-I-N-G-E-R.com. I want to thank Dr. Dane here and Access Consciousness for sponsoring the, the show. They do really beautiful energy work out into the world. And if you would like one of their classes, their books, their products, or to become a facilitator yourself, go to drdanehere.com, as well as accessconsciousness.com. My guest today is... Reverend Dr. Christopher Macklin, he's the founder of Global Entertainment Project. He's a spiritual teacher, a medical intuitive, and a healer. And my question is, are you ready to embrace divine healing, unconditional love, and compassion? He was born in Chester in the UK, and he's been gifted from a very early age. Christopher has worked with divine healing for 30 years. And he is using the Sananda energy from the infinite dimension. He can help people heal all kinds of diseases. So whether you're listening to this live or in replay, he is going to be doing a group healing today and you can benefit massively from it. So you're going to want to listen to this entire recording. He works with large members of God's angelic light beings channeled through him to work for you. He says that every illness is actually treatable through his gift of divine healing. They, it treats the whole person and the whole life, which sounds marvelous. He's actually an interfaith minister with the esoteric church, and he does have a PhD in metaphysics and in philosophy. If you would like more information, go to globalenlightenmentproject.com. And with that, I welcome Christopher to the Dare to Dream show. It's wonderful to have you. Yay, Debbie. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute blessing to be here. Blessing. Yeah. Tell me, what kind of interesting work are you doing at this very interesting time on the planet? You must be very called with your gifts. Oh, yeah. Well, um, I specialize also in uh, kind of what we call, if you want to call it weaponized systems or nanotechnology, uh, which is bound to spirochetes, you know, off-planet technology, let's call it. And so there's a lot happening in that, uh, in that uh, area at the moment uh, with, of course, the, uh, you know, the, the virus that they call COVID-19. There's, there's a few things going on with that, not just one, but a few things. And of course, there's been Lyme disease. That's a manufactured disease. Um, mm. HIV is manufactured, Agent Orange is manufactured, and also uh, Morgellons disease as well. Now, Morgellons disease is nanoparticles, and that's the old, that's about 10 years old uh, for the last four or five, you know, since four or five years in, uh, up to here where they, um, they basically get nanoparticles, 10 to the minus 9 small. They bind them with Borrelia, which is a spirochete of Lyme disease, and other off-planet uh, substances. And then they spray it in chemtrails. It sinks through the skin, and you've got it in your body. But it's funny because everyone's got the nanoparticles of the body, but not everyone gets more gallons. So mm. why is that? Well, it's because it depends whether your DNA has been messed about with or not. Um, if you damage the DNA, it allows this stuff to replicate. It's the same with Borrelia. Uh, Borrelia, which is a spirochete of Lyme disease, and a spirochete basically is a stealth pathogen. So what that means is 
it basically rep replicates exponentially really quickly in the body. So it blows up the body. Same with HIV. When it in, turns into AIDS, if your DNA is damaged, allows the stuff to replicate, so you get AIDS. Now, AIDS itself, you know, you won't die of AIDS, but what happens is because the spirochetes or the stealth pathogens uh, morph into something else, your autoimmune is trying to find it. It keeps morphing, trying to find it. What happens is eventually the autoimmune crashes. In come things like, you know, pneumonia, cancers, or whatever. So uh, you die of an autoimmune crash, you know, because of the uh, stealth pathogen. So I've dealt a lot with this stuff over the last 14 years, and I work with a, a world-leading toxicologist, out of Los Angeles, and she's she's pretty amazing. She sees the stuff under the microscope, understands it, you know. So she understands what this Corona or COVID or there's many names, and there's actually different things going on. So it's been a bit crazy. It's been really busy. Um, Why do you think that we have these modern diseases, these urban ailments? What is that about? Well, I think it's you know clearly this whole thing is about control, the the current one, and. Um, and there's two, you know, there's coronavirus. Now, corona is the shape of the virus and what it looks like. And, mm. you know, it's actually, there's 30 flus that are coronavirus. There's uh, herpes, a few strains of herpes, which look like coronavirus. And, of course, you know, the tests aren't conclusive because, you know, they're saying that basically 20%, 20 accuracy that they can find the antibodies for corona, but... 5% accuracy that it's really that, you know, so the, the tests aren't really conclusive. And so um, it's interesting. So if you could have the flu over the last two years and you'll test positive, you know, um, you can have herpes, you'll test positive. So it's kind of a, a little bit strange. And then there's the weaponized system. Now the weaponized system, I don't know what, what you want to call it, COVID-19 or something. The weaponized system is basically uh, nanobots, nanotechnology, bound with SARS, bound with HIV proteins, that's really serious. You know, that's like having AIDS on steroids, and that's why people are getting really sick. So to me, there's two out there. But it, the, the weaponized one doesn't seem to have infiltrated America the same as the COVID. But, of course, the figures are all, you know, people, 100,000 people die of flu every year. Well, now it's down to COVID. You know, it's, it's kind of no different. Yeah. So it's it, it, it to me it's a complete manipulation. There's there's so much more going on. It's about control. It's about masking your face, covering yourself up. Uh, it's about control of you know um, you know people are uh, in trouble with their businesses. There's a whole slew of things going on. You know, and of course you've got things going on under the planet. You know, uh, a lot of draconian things going on. Anarchy. There's uh, there's deep state CIA. Um, you know, child. Um, Montauk programming, mind control, the, the, you know, the, the things like crazy. Sometimes I sit back and think, wow, this world's nuts. <laughs> but <laughs> let's do something about it. Let's really help and get out there and do our best. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So I know that you are connected with divine healing, that that's, you know, really your purpose and you've received divine knowledge. Can you give some details about your healing technique? What does it entail? What do you see? What do you know? How do you perceive it? And then how do you go about to alter things so that people can heal? Well, one of the main things, I was born in the keys of that being. Uh, there's five of us here, um, and it's, we're from the ultimate dimension. We work very close with the Arcturians. So the divine healing to me, you know, the gifts I have, you can look inside people's bodies, remote view, have a look. Oh, kidneys look sick. Uh, intestines look paralyzed. Uh, the heart looks uh, as though it's crashing out, um, tumors and things like this. So tend to look at the body, you know, do you have an attachment? You know, a lot of people who come for healing, who feel depressed and everything else, they have an attachment like Anunnaki, Draconian, Luciferian, maybe a snake being of some sort or, you know, first and second dimensional entity. There's different, you know, there's different entities here in the same space, but a different time. So it's a different time space. But, but they, if they attach to you, they really uh, affect your body because what they're doing is blocking the meridians. And, you know, Jesus, you know, again, I'm not a Christian, but I love Jesus' teaching. He talked about demonic entities. I talk about fallen angels and souls because these guys don't know what they're doing, you know. So, um, and so it's important to remove them. You know, for example, if you have an anarchy attached to you, it's a reptilian thing, sits in the abdomen. So uh, what happens is it crashes the abdomen, gets distended crashes the adrenals, crashes the liver, so you get headaches, taps in the lower back, so it damages the L4, L5 disc, sends you negative thoughts, hangs onto your shoulders, and so you've got all this stuff going on, and um, 
and of course, you know, because of the negative thoughts, it, it, they keep saying, oh, you're useless, you're pathetic. You get these thoughts in your head all the time, and it's not you. It's the being attached to you. So it's really important to disseminate. Is this a third-party thought, or is it your thought? And uh, the answer is, it's a third-party. But it's very easy for us to actually say, oh, that's an I thought, not a mm. you thought, you know. So very important to uh, monitor your thoughts. Yeah, yeah. So what, so what we do immediately is obviously remove these beings. Now, okay, remove the being. So what happens then? Well, you do a bit of healing, but two hours later, because your vibration's precarious, they can reattach. So what good is that? We're wasting our time. So one of the biggest things we create is, um, don't like the word prayer so much, but they are prayers, but they're maps of intent. That means what you're doing is creating a map of intent to keep things out of your body whilst you're getting your vibration up. Once you've got your vibration really high, they can't touch you. And my main purpose here, you know, I'm not a guru. Yeah, I may be a teacher of sorts, but, you know, for me, it's not about ego or anything else. It's about helping as many people in this crazy time as possible so they can get out there and spread their gifts, you know. And it's like cancer. Mm. You know, it's even like cancer. Why 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 do so many people get cancer? Well, uh, Epstein-Barr, one of the pathogenic herpes infections, or other ones, uh, what happens is if your vibration drops because of emotion. So how many people do I see with cancer? Five years ago, some committed suicide, divorce, something happened. So their vibration drops. So what happens is the pathogenic infections kick in and they start to mutate the cells, turn into tubers. So, of course, you know, you look in the third dimensional world. And again, I'm going to disclaim I'm not a doctor. I uh, don't ever want to be. Uh, I do work, work with some really leading doctors, especially in New York. They're amazing. Uh, so go consult your doctor. But think about it logically. You know, um, chemo is a um, is a poison. So they poison it. Uh, they then fry it with uh, radiation. But that's the symptom. The tumor saying, "Hey, your body's off balance. You better get it rebalanced." You know, so they're not addressing the actual rebalancing. So for me, you know, what you need to do first is go in, release emotion. Then we actually address the um, the Epstein Barr or the pathogenic infection. And we have a technique, it's called uh, space-time continuum energy or tacking energy. Very different than warm fuzzy, it's very electrostatic. What it does is you can apply that to the tumor and apply it to the whole body. It'll kill off the pathogenic infection and it'll also fry the tumor. And so, uh, and release emotion and get your vibration up. So once the tumor's gone and you're in a different space where you're leaping out of bed in the morning going, oh my God, I feel incredible. I want to take on the world and do stuff, you know. Um, that to me is the place that everyone needs to be. You know, I don't want to ever be a guru. I don't believe in gurus. I just want to be a facilitator to get you back to that sovereign self place where you have the strength, you can manifest all the things you need and you can get out in the world and and make changes. You know, I've been there myself. People say, oh yeah, it's easy for you. You're doing really well, but I haven't been. I was living on the street. I was living out of a cart, been there, got the t-shirt, couldn't (laughs) manifest anything. Even not food, you know. I remember going to Belize, you know, to do some things with some nice Templar people, and I didn't have any food. And it got to the 10th day, I was getting exhausted, you know. I had water, but no food. And 15th day, by the 21st day, I said, okay, God, look, this is not funny. I want some food, and I want it right now because I deserve it, and I thank you, God. And I got this real passion behind it. Within 10 minutes, the most dodgy guy in Belize, it's a British term, like, you know, wheeling dealer guy, he comes around looking around and, Chris, I know you've got no money for food. So uh, look, here's 50 Belize dollars, which is 15 US dollars. Here's 50 Belize dollars, that should help you. Do you know what? That helped me for two weeks while I was in Belize and I flew back and it gave me food every night. So did the did the manifestation work? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it really teaches you. But sometimes you have to get in that mode to realize, oh, hang on a minute. I deserve some food and, and get back to deserving things, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, I totally understand. Sometimes you have to hit a bottom in order yeah. to realize this. No more. This doesn't work anymore. I, I am absolutely positively going to create, especially as a metaphysician, right? If you're creating against yourself, but you know the truth. Your soul knows the truth. It's very frustrating. So I've been oh, yeah. there. I, I know this one. Intimately. <laughs> like, yeah. You're trying to I need some food. Uh, nothing. I need some food. But, but, you, but then you start thinking, what you're doing is you're destroying it. I always tell people, it's like going to God's bank. So you walk in God's bank and you tell mm-hmm. the teller, I need $100 for food. So 
oh, hang on a minute, you know, computer's a bit slow and you get frustrated. All right, let's leap over the counter. Let's mess the computer. Computer crashes. Oh, you're not getting it. And it's the same with the mindset, you know. We have dipoles and we send them into the universe. Like uh, dipole, you know, it, it sends signals out to the universe. And, but, you know, if you send a signal, I need food right now. And it's like, well, hang on, where is it coming from? There's no one. Uh, How is it going to happen? Where's the money? You know, it's not your deal. It's God's deal, you know. Mm. I always teach surrender, which is the biggest thing I think people have a, a hard job with. Absolute surrender. Look, don't worry about the money's come from. Just do your work. And I'm living proof. That you know, we work on. Last year, we worked on, including groups, about fifty-six thousand healing sessions. It's a lot. It's really busy, and I don't even think about it. We just do it, you know. And I don't even do the accounts, you know. Again, people run spiritual businesses. Well, I've got the accounts, so I can't afford. Uh, I've got to do the IT because I can't afford. I can't. I can't afford, you know. Okay, well, you know, what you're better off doing is do your gift and pay other people to do the stuff that you don't like, because otherwise, you'll frustrate yourself and. Our accountant, she charges about twelve, fourteen thousand dollars a year, you know, to do the accounts, and she's great at it because she knows the IRS. I don't want to know the IRS. I'm not interested, not interested with you guys. But but we have to put reports in because we're non profit. You know, the IT guy comes in. Can I do it? Yeah. But you know, he's up up to date with Windows 10 and everything else. So it's so important to surrender. Just let everything go and have the faith that you know, if you pay that guy and he's feeding his family, it'll come back. You know, and it's so so important that surrender. How in the world did you end up in Missouri? Why Missouri? <laughs> it's so interesting. They must need I'm, you there. I'm not telling you. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> so, yeah, what happened is that I went to Belize. That time I went to Belize, 21 days without food. And uh, I met a lady from Hollister, which is just outside Branson. And she was having trouble with the Illuminati. Um, and what was happening is she was being... Basically, uh, she was being um, bullied and things by her to try and get her to do things she didn't want to do. So, so I did a ceremony and, you know, I brought them all before God and released them to God. It stopped. And she goes, oh, wow. Would you come stay with the father? So I stayed with the father. She was a lot older than me. So I stayed with the father. And, uh, you know, uh, eventually I realized that it was actually in Hollister where this ministry building is right now hmm. and uh you know I met her and you know and then I met my wife and we moved on and you know we obviously eventually got married and uh it's been beautiful out here you know um it's been you know American people are so receptive uh to hmm. to healing and understanding of the spiritual nature a lot more than in the UK you know people are very skeptical in the UK so it's it's been great for me I've loved every minute of it and of course, it's really rural as well. So, you know, we have animals, you know, you've got deer. Even in the ministry building, it's five acres, and we get deer just wandering around, you know, doing things. And we've got loads of trees, you know. I love rural areas because it just gets you grounded. You can hug a tree. Mm. In the back of the ministry building, you know, Mandy, my wife, you know, we've got a beautiful maple, and it's so symmetrical. It just looks absolutely gorgeous. And she named it Sophia, you know. So <laughs> we talk to the tree. <laughs> People think, oh, this guy's barking, but that's okay. I go camping and I talk to the trees and I hug them too and it changes my life. So. <laughs> it does, because you can feel their energy. Oh, you know, yeah. they, got oh so and they're magnificent wisdom. when you consider oh. how long they've been on this planet and how resilient oh, yeah. they are. Absolutely. You know, and I think also there's a lot to be learned from trees. They're so still. They don't have to do much and yet they're so powerful. Oh, yeah. Their energy, you know, people think that plants don't have um, souls, but they do. They're different, but they definitely have souls. They have intelligence. And that's why, you know, you look at food and people say, well, I need to be a vegan. Well, you know, of course, that's your choice. But, you know, to me, you know, we're built to eat certain amounts of meat as well. So I always go to the Nation of America, and that's one of the maps of intent, which is a prayer to bless the food, you know, uh, remove any particle or any uh, ungodlike um, particles, you know, any modifications that are not godlike. Uh, bless the souls of the animals and the plants that have allowed our body nutrition because to mm -hmm. me if you kill an animal or kill a lettuce i don't see any difference because they're both god living beings you know and again you guys may you know um have an issue with that but that's just my perception you know uh if you kill a god being you need to bless it and thank it for the blessing of having nutrition you know as a it's beautiful and then the energy gets in your body as you eat it so the blessing well, that's it. In your body, absolutely so. <laughs> yeah. So when you say that, Christopher, so that that's obviously a really great tool that people can use right now. Everybody wants to create a robust health for now and for whatever is to come. I don't I don't quite think this is the end. Um, talk about that. Right. Yeah, I feel it. I sense what's going on. So 
how can we be in optimal shape physically? And you know, I'm not talking about running, but what can we do for ourselves right now with the world we're living in so that systemically we can really be robust? My opinion is that you should do all these spiritual activities, whatever it is, you know, if you know, if, you know, if you're doing yoga, anything spiritual activity is going to help. Mm-hmm. But I think also, you know, we have instruments like meditations and they're not just standard meditation, like lie there and think of the white light, something else. They go a little bit deeper than that. And uh, what they do is uh, one of the meditations is nine heart shock releases. It's for anxiety. We also have ones for PTSD, uh, ADD and things where, um, so what, what does it do? Well, basically, we ingest several thousand layers of emotion around the heart. It's not good for us. That's why everyone's sick. And so what the that beings do is we put you in a portal. And again, it's the, you know, by my voice, it invokes uh, the that beings doing this. They put you in a portal. And then what they do is they go in and they look for your biggest emotion affecting you right now out of the several thousand layers. Let's pull that one out first because that's the one that's affecting you. And then that's not for the next biggest, next biggest, next biggest. It's had profound effects. So, you know, if you listen to that one tonight, that'll really help. Now, the difference between the the brain series is that they pull the emotions related to PTSD or related to ADHD. So they pull those out. We do nine releases. And then what they do is they go in and they start to rebalance the new chemical flow. The reason your neurochemical flow is off balance is because the glands that produce it are affected by emotion. So, Mm -hmm. you know, the GABA, serotonin, they go in, you can feel them, you know, working in your... We've had, again, profound effects. I've got a lot of psychiatrists, psychologists, uh, counselors who use these instruments to just help people. And they're there. That's what they're there for. You know? So what are the Are these downloads from your website? How do, how do people access yeah. them? Yeah, yeah. Have a look on the ministry. I call it the ministry market. We used to call it Christopher Macklin Ministries, and now it's called Global Enlightenment Project. It's the same thing. The Christopher Macklin Ministries is the 501c3, but the obviously Global Enlightenment Project is a we have to register it as a fictitious name in Missouri, you know, trading as. And so, and so go to that website, either Crystal Macamotions or Global Lightman Project, and have a look on the page. You know, there's lots of things, there's lots of books, uh, you know, to help you through because these instruments, you know, the whole point about it is getting people educated to understand really what is going on because the government really, you know, the governmental systems, the bankers own them, uh, you know, the Pfizer and all the big pharma, mm. they're all, you know, hijacked. Uh, religion oh it's hijacked so and people say well, is there anything sacred well not really the only thing that's sacred is within you you know in my opinion mm-hmm. and i think it's so so important as well that and i'm going to mention this because uh, i know you uh interviewed somebody else and i thought that was really interesting she made a really good point and that is that there's a lot of healers that are hijacked you know and truly hijacked so what happens is so why are they hijacked well again we get back to this reptilian agenda that you know Who's who's operating this one world order? Well, there's a Queen of England, reptilian. There's the whole uh, banking system, Rothschilds, Rockefeller, all these guys. Uh, then there's also uh, the reptilians and people like the Anunnaki, the Draconians, the Luciferians. They're connected to the Vatican. You know, underneath the Vatican, you've got some beings that you probably don't want to see. Under this planet, there's beings you really probably don't want to see, and it's satanic. You know, they they eat children, they do all sorts of things. And there's also the deep state CIA, who also have tunnels, which are doing mind control. So, and and these beings under the ground, they do hijack your energy, you know. And the way they hijack your energy, they can come up and they can actually attach to you. And they can send you negative thoughts, so you get depressed, and that's the energy they feed off, that fear, that, that anger, you know, all the energy. So... To me, it's very important. If you can do as much work as possible to release those big emotions, that's really going to get you to a really high vibrational state. And like I say, you know, the, the, the state, I call it the God space, is where you feel, wow, I feel so blessed. You're leaping out of bed in the morning. You feel amazing. You want to help as many people as possible. And, you know, and I think I always encourage people to look for their gifts because everyone's got a gift. Not one person doesn't have a God gift. And what you've got to do is look for it. Some of us are well, you know, no good at anything. There will be something. You may be amazing at crystals. You may be amazing at chefing. You may be amazing at sculpturing. Even painting, you know, uh, painting's a gift. If I went to an art gallery and did a painting, get out and don't come back, you know, because dreadful, you know, because I, I, that's not my gift, you know. <laughs> Everyone's got a different gift. So it's so important, I think, 
because gifts give passion. It's not ego, it's passion. And when you get a passion behind it, you want to help as many people as possible, you know? Yeah, that's beautiful. So Arcturians, uh, you work with them very closely, you said, and you talk <laughs> about their presence on the planet. What is the Arcturian role right now? Why are they uh, here? Well, there's Palladians, Arcturians, um, the, the, there's all the races, you know, Atlantarians, Lumarians, but um, I work closely with Octorians because they um, they basically protect the Mercusdet beings that are down here. I have three watchers. I don't even know what watchers are, but they're three craft. They stay around. They're there to protect us. If anything happens, then uh, they appear. I remember going to a ranch, and, you know, the thing is, I've got no fears. So I'll just do, you know, things, crazy things. And I went to this ranch, and the guy was... It, it was a, um, basically a place for horses, you know, um, you know, ranch to, you know, get them better and everything else. And, you know, it was a great place, except that uh, he was getting zeta gray intervention. So what happened is he'd wake up in the morning and one of his horses would be in bits because these things have been, you know, eating them. Mm. And he obviously wasn't happy. And it's supposed to be a horse sanctuary. So I went up there and I spent about two days trying to open this portal he said was there. Eventually we got it open, but what was interesting is they opened it about 300 feet above. So I was watching the sky, there was a sonic boom, portal opens, and things were dropping out like craft and beings and things like that. And I thought, wow, you know, so I wanted to go through the portal, but of course it wasn't on the ground, it was about three or 400 feet up. But then immediately the Actorian craft appeared, you know, and I was talking to them again. Uh, beings always talk with telepathy. They never talk light language, they never talk anything. They always talk with telepathy, you know, and I'm not pushing that point, but it's it's important to know. So I asked them, okay, why are you guys here? Well, we're your watchers, you know, and we're going to stay here. So they stayed there for 45 minutes, and it was really funny. There's three of them, and then they went behind each other into one and three, and they just hung there for five minutes later. The military helicopters turn up, fly around, and think, oh, gosh, what do we do with these guys and why are they here? Well, you know, anyway, so they, they stayed there for 40 minutes. I was working with the portal, shut it down, uh, worked on the uh, things, and as soon as I closed the portal, pff, they were gone. So it was really interesting. But they are building, a, we've got a project with the Actorians. I've got to be very careful how I say this because I don't want to give too much away of location or anything else, only because... People buy up land if they think you had to do something. So what I can say is it's going to be somewhere around, somewhere around here. We're going to build 20,000 acres, and we're going to uh, create a place where we're going to have three off-planet pyramids built elsewhere. And uh, that's starting next year. It's a huge project, and um, mm. the, the things are being built as we speak. Why do we want to bother with that? Well, because they're stargates. So what happens is mm. uh, they're going to be put in a Fibonacci curve. So... <laughs> Uh, we've got to look for where the ley lines are. The last pyramid, the biggest one, which is almost a thousand feet tall, nine 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 feet tall, will sit on the ley line, and then the next six 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 feet tall will go behind it on the Fibonacci curve, and then the smallest one, three 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 feet tall, they'll power each other. They're going to really help get the vibration up on this uh, on this planet. So that's the project we have, and it's moving forward. So that's pretty exciting. And they are helping you build it. Are they doing the actual building? Uh, they're doing the building. They're not right. helping. They're, they're doing it. <laughs> well, that makes more sense. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They're, they they're going to bring them down here. That's that's their deal. All we have to do is work on the land. So, so that's a project that's going to happen next year. For people who have not heard this word before, Melchizedek, being, I know that's biblical. Will you explain what that means to be a Melchizedek being? Uh, yeah, we come from the ultimate dimension, uh, where the prime creator is, um, for example, why the Michaels that beings, uh, bothered with the third dimension world? The answer is because when it was created, it was created with the Michaels that beings. So for example, Akashic records were created. Why did Michaels that beings want Akashic records here? Uh, the answer is, is because no one can alter the time space continuum because when, so let's take an example. So Akashic Records, all our timelines have already happened. You went on this timeline, but you could have gone that one, this one, that one, infinite. So what happens is that when they go back in time, they go back in time on that timeline. And for example, let's look at Hitler, you know, and the, the government might say, well, let's take Hitler out. So they go back on the timeline, want to take Hitler out, but they can't because the timelines that Hitler's been on have already happened. So they can't alter those timelines. 
So it's been very interesting. So it stopped manipulation of, of history and space-time continuum. We also do a couple of other things, like for example, there's a crystalline structure around the planet where we used to use for telepathy. Now it's being filled with uh, absolute despair, fear, you know, and mm. we used to clear it probably once every two or three months. We're clearing it almost every week at the moment with the Actorians. Mm -hmm. They actually clear, get rid of the energy. It feels better for a while, then it starts to go down. If we didn't do that, what would happen is that feeling of despair would come back in humanity and you'd get mass suicides and stuff going on. So there's, and we also police time space as well in terms of, you know, if people open portals, we're in a third dimensional world. So of course it's like a football. So if you've got a football around this, you know, for example, around this universe or around this planet, if you start puncturing too many holes in, you're going to alter the air inside. You're going to alter the time space. So, so what we do is every so often we close portals and there's technology that can open millions of portals an hour. And so, uh, so, you know, we just police it and make sure the time space continues so we can live in this vibration. What so, is in it for them, the, the Pleiadians, the Arcturians? Why so much kind attention to our planet, the positive ETs? I mean, uh, is, is our, we're, we've already been hybridized, right? We're already uh, tribes of other universes. But what, what is the import? Is Earth and humanity so important to their well-being? Well, I think because, you know, we're created as beings that are loving, you know, we have all the emotions you ever want. We also have spliced DNA from them. And so, you know, uh, we're created with multiple DNAs. And I think what they want to do is keep this planet safe and keep the keep humanity not enslaved, but actually set them free so they can actually really work on their gifts because there's no freedom on this planet at all. I mean, we can see that, you know, the first stint was that 9-11 thing. You know, they pulled a stint on that, you know, uh, putting the fear of God in people, and now they're doing it again. You know, they're, they're now masking, or there's COVID, there's this, and it's all a mess, you know, it's all manipulated. Because if it was true, mainstream media would report exactly, you know, what's going on, and they don't, you know. So there's a lot of misinformation and things, even on YouTube. And, you know, I always urge people, when you look at it on YouTube, please, you know, uh, go with your intuition. Does this feel right to me? If it does, then great. Because the only person who can disseminate whether it's true for you is you, you know, nobody else can. So. Well, for, I, I mean, I know for sure we're all coming from multidimensional families and uh, like you said, the splice DNA for those of us who would be curious. I mean, I always think it's so funny that we have something so simple here, like ancestry.com or, you know, all these different, very simplistic DNA tasks. But that's not very interesting to me. I would really like to know my specific star seed family. How can we figure that out? Is there a way? Yeah, I do this with a lot of people. And, you know, one of the things I do is never tell them. What I do is go through. I think one of the instruments to look at it is getting your vibration up, you know, doing the release so that you can get closer to your star seed family. Because, you know, one of the important things is, of course, star seeds, which is tons and loads and loads of star seeds. They got in God's queue. Yeah, I'll come down here. And then you get down here. And, oh, my goodness. What <laughs> earth was I thinking? My advice, by the way, just off, off the cuff, and don't tell God this, but my advice is next time they say, yeah, I want volunteers, run to the toilet, pretend you got diarrhea, stay in there. And then when all the volunteers are gone, come out, oh, sorry, I'll go next time. <laughs> but truly, you know, seriously, it's not, it's not an easy place to live, but it is if you learn to navigate it. I always say it's like, you know, it's like having a swim pool. Humanity's pooing and weeing. You want to dive in that? No, I don't think so. So stay on the periphery, you know, help pull people out of the swim pool, wash them off, dry them off, and then they get the, uh, you know, they get the inner strength and they do some more. You know, that's what it's all about. But, but I think, to get back to the starseed question, I think it's really important to first get your vibration up because, you know, if I told you, oh, you're Palladium, or whatever, uh, oh, okay. But if you find it out yourself, because um, what I tend to do is, you know, work, help people work with themselves or they use the meditations. And when they get stronger and stronger, they wow, things start happening. Your connection, you start hearing things. Then you can say, okay, uh, let's go through all the starseed families. I'm a liar. Am I Palladian? Am I Arcturian? Am I uh, Atlantarian? Am Lumerian? I a Mathis? Yeah. 
you know, and then just go through them. But don't forget, ask where your soul's from, not where you're from, because you've got all their DNA. So if you say, well, am I from there? Well, kind of. You know, am I Palladian? Well, kind of, because the human body is made up of Palladian and actually in different DNA. So it's important to say, where is my soul from? Uh, you know, and uh, something will really stand out like, wow, I really felt that I'm Palladian, you know. So, but I think it's important to, first of all, release enough emotion because if you, if your vibration's low, it's no use asking because you don't have the discernment because your mind's all over the place and you've got a lot of emotion going on. So, you know, my opinion is to get your vibration up first so you can get a clear view and you can get clear discernment. And that's, you know, one of my uh, things that I help facilitate. Yeah. So get yourself clean and clear first and then be sure when you ask the question to say, where is my soul from? So just to let people know, you know, at the end, I'll be giving out more information to the audience that uh, Christopher has very kindly invited everybody to attend his group healings as his guest and you can enjoy his new protocol and he cleans a lot of different diseases during that one hour comprehensive healing session. And we'll talk about that at the end, but because we are talking about the importance of getting clear and getting clean as the most important thing we can do, would you be willing to do a group healing for everybody who's listening live or in replay? Let's do it. Yay. (laughs) That'll be beautiful. Okay, so yeah, let's do, I'll do about seven minutes. This is just basically going to be a clearing. I'll do a little bit, as much as I can in the time. I'll, I'll check uh, for about six or seven minutes if that's okay. So, so what you do is sit back and relax. And I want you to say, uh, let's get ourselves grounded. I want you to say, I am of God. I am of God. I ground myself to the earth. I ground myself to the earth. And I accept this healing for my highest good. And I accept this healing for my highest good. Right, so I'll tell you what I'm doing. You'll probably feel it. So I'll tell you what you should be feeling. And Okay, so we're going to remove remote viewers. Now, as you get your vibration up, what happens is that remote viewers start watching you, and they may feel discombobulated. That, you know, you're going to an examination, you get butterflies in your stomach, or you feel as though someone's watching you, and that's not cricket. So we're going to remove them. So when I say, dear God, now I'm talking to the because that beings. Dear God, for anyone on this call or listening in the future on a replay, I command and remove all remote viewers, info levels wide, info levels high, through all space-time continuum in every dimension. All the beings involved with that manipulation, info levels wide and high, through all space-time continuum in every dimension. I'm going to bring them before you, God, for justice in any other way you know how, not for us to judge them. Therefore, we are going to release them to you right now with unconditional love and forgiveness. So you may feel a shift uh, and get more grounded. Right, I'm going to put you in a portal now. So... For everyone listening in the future or now, <clears throat> okay, ultimate dimension, eight portals. Around each person on this call or listen to the future replay, close off the Dear God, a command 27, East Territory Merkabar fields around that person with their sacred point in the center of the Merkabar fields, bonded the portals to the Merkabar fields and programmed the blueprint of their DNA in the keys of Enoch so as not to allow anything except for their highest good to enter. Right, so if you've got an anti-attachment, if it's a draconian or anarchy, it sits in the abdomen hangs on the shoulders. They're normally about 10 feet or so tall. So we're going to get the bacils of the beans now to escort them out of the body. So you're going to feel a drawing sensation from your torso out through your tummy bottom right now. If you've got a first and second dimensionally scarab beetle things or sometimes octopus type things get stuck in the body, we're going to remove those. So you're going to feel a lightness somewhere in your body as they escort those out. If you've got a second dimensional snake being left or right shoulder, left or right hip, left or right breast, that's where they normally reside. They're going to escort those out, so you're going to feel a, a, like an unraveling of a snake spirit. Right, if you've got archons attached to you, archons are interdimensional beings. They're very dark. Uh, they float through dimensions. If they attach to you, it's like having stuck energy attached to you. So they're releasing, they're going to escort those out now, so it's like energy starting to leave your body. Now, one of the most snarly ones is Luciferians. Uh, if you have a Luciferian stuck to you, they're going to escort them out now. They can start to contort your body a bit, or they can speak through your voice box in a raspy voice. So we're escorting those out now, and they're going to send them all back to God with unconditional love and forgiveness. That's up the portal. Right, so what we're going to do now is we're going to suck out any residual vibration in the abdomen. So uh, Easter Terrapite, through the 
So the because that beans are replicating this in your sacred space, esoteric pack through the tummy button, back around the abdomen. Each time we suck out, the abdomen is going to get lighter. Should we get lighter? Third one. Fourth one. Okay, so what we're going to do now is comb the meridians. How do we get, so this is looking for stuck energies. So the mercurial that beings take their hands down your body so they comb out any redundant stuck energies in the uh, meridian structure. So you're going to feel angelic hands going down your body all lighter where we've been. So go from your crown, down your face, the back head, on the left, down your neck, cross your left shoulder, down your arm. On the right, we're doing the same. On the left, we're going down your neck, down your chest, down your abdomen, out to the hip. On the right, we're doing the same. On the left, we're going from your hip down your thigh, over your knee, down your calf, out to the foot. And on the right, we're doing the same. Right, so I'm going to give you energy. Now, two types of energy we're going to give you. If you have Spirochetes and Nantec, which is HIV, AIDS, Borrelia, Lyme, Agent Orange, COVID-19, the weaponized, or Morgellons disease, we're going to give you what I call tacking energy or space-time continuum energy. So, so we're going to deal with everyone without those diseases first. So anyone without those diseases, spirochetes and anti, we're going to give you uh, ultimate dimension energy. You're starting that off subtle. So you should start getting light, floaty, warm, tingly, really relaxed. We're going to really crank it up so it'll get pretty strong. Stronger and stronger. Right, you guys with spirochetes and anti replicating your body, we're going to give you tacking energy. So you'll feel a very electrostatic and buzzy energy. Starts off subtle. It's going to get stronger. Stronger and stronger. Okay, then it's going to uh, plateau. <coughs> I'll run this for two hours after the show, of course. So, um, and don't forget, the reason why we do that with spirochetes and anti is because if we gave you normal energy, you get really sick because of the die-off of the self-pathogens. It creates huge die-off, ammonia in the brain and things like that. Right, so let's work a little bit on the liver and kidneys. I'm not doing a whole healing. This is just a short thing. So liver and kidneys should start to get warm tingly. Most people have adrenal issues because emotion bleeds into adrenal, so they're going in now. You're going to feel a uh, butterfly movement or tugging pulling the uh, kidneys as they clear that stuck energy out. Now, most people's livers are low, uh, and the reason is because A, maybe an empty, or B, uh, righteous anger can actually bleed into the liver and paralyze it. So they're going to take the vibration of it now. So if it's running low, you might get brain fog. Um, and um, so as we take it high, your head's going to start clearing. So we're going to take it higher and higher. Higher and higher. As it's pressed the toxins, head should start getting clearer and clearer. Higher and higher. Higher and higher. Head should be now getting a lot clearer. Now 100%, so your head will keep clearing over the next five minutes. Right, I'm going to do two more things. One is, if that's okay, we're going to detox the body. So how do we do that? You're in a portal, so what we're going to do is switch the heavy metals and the toxins out of this time to a different time in the body, draw them out the space, draw them out the body. Time, space, continuum, switching. So 10 seconds from now, should feel a cool breeze or a drawing sensation coming out of your body. Now, people say this feels really weird. I would say weird's great. I love weird. It's going to get stronger. Stronger and stronger. Then it's going to plateau. Now, the reason I'm doing this in stages, if you do it too fast, it does upset the autoimmune. So, Okay, stronger again. Then it should plateau at a new level. Stronger again, then it should plateau at a new level. Right, last thing I'll do is do some heart shock releases. We'll do five of them. So before we do that, let's break any soul ties that are not for your highest good. That's people you got close to, had sex with. What happens is you leave a fracture of soul with them, you get an energy link. If they're not serving you now, it's really important to break those links. So 
So I'm talk, talking again to the kids that being as dear God, I grab all the soul ties for each person on this call and listen to the replay in the future. And anybody who isn't for that person's highest good, we're going to break them now. Command you bring the fracture soul back, cleanse them, put them back in their body. And now we thank you, God, send your unconditional love. So it should feel a shift in your chest. The Mikkels that beings are doing that for us. Right, so they're going to go into the several thousand layers. We all have it, <coughs> several thousand layers of emotion. So they're looking for your biggest layer now. So they're going in. As they pull that biggest layer of emotion out, they're pulling it out now, it's going to get tight. Depending on where the emotion affects the body, you can feel a tightness either in the lower back, lower abdomen, solar plexus, breastbone, throat, upper back, shoulder or neck. It can move around and the intensity can change. So we'll just do four, so it should start getting tight. Tighter and tighter. Tighter and tighter. Okay, when it releases, breathe it out. Make sure you move that uh, energy. Okay, second one. Tighter and tighter, tighter and tighter, breathe it out when it releases, third one, tighter and tighter, tighter and tighter, breathe it out when it releases, fourth one, tighter and tighter, tighter and tighter, breathe it out when it releases, Right, so I'm just going to put some protection around it. Okay, so let's do the prayer protection. Okay, dear God, for everyone on this call or listening to the replay in the future, I command that we create a sphere of ultimate dimension and conditional love around each and every person and their Merkabah field to protect them from any negative entities, fractals thereof, manipulations, and transmissional frequencies that are not for that person's highest good through all space-time continuum in every dimension. And so we thank you, God, send you our unconditional love, and so be it. that's it <laughs> so it is and so it is wow that was beautiful what should people expect christopher after this uh shortly thereafter and then in the next couple of days i think they'll just feel lighter we only did four releases on the generic group i did nine but we're obviously short of time um and i think um it, but it's important also to remember to say the prayer protection, which is on the website. Please use it because, you know, say every two hours, until you get your vibration up, you will get another attachment. You know, it's just a fact. So it's important to protect yourself from them uh, whilst you're getting your vibration up. It's on the website under the uh, prayers section. So, but they should feel lighter, uh, maybe floaty, a little bit dizzy. Mm. You know, it'll be an improvement. It, it, it's, it's a process. If you've got that much emotion, it's a process to keep releasing it and releasing it until there's enough release so you can get to that high vibrational state and that you know state of joy and surrender so beautiful yeah i know i know these were prayer of protection so uh, everybody go to that website global enlightenment and, and take a look around at what's available in your new book christopher you address that et governments are working with the u.s and other governments to experiment in humanity and control the earth. Why is that going on? I, I know you said control is ultimate, but I, were we doing okay before all of this pre 9-11? What changed that has set a whole new course for people of almost, you know, PTSD fashion with not knowing what's next and around the corner? Um, what kind of facts can you point to? Well, you know, the, the, the people in charge of the, you know, Luciferians and everybody started happening since the Babylonian times. It's moved forward a little by little. It's got more controlling. You know, the Roman Empire came along and people don't realize the Roman Empire is still right here. You know, it's part of the Vatican. You know, the Roman Empire wrote a lot of things and there's a lot of manipulation. And I think, you know, the control comes from wanting to control the people on this planet and take over it, reduce population. And so, you know, what they're doing is they're producing these instruments, you know, there's the Gates Foundation, there's the Rockefeller, you know, they're all at it, you know, doing their different things because they're multi-billionaires and, and I think uh, they want to be in control, but they're, they're, they're subservient to the Luciferian and the Archon and the uh, Draconian Covenants, and so they are subservient, you know, um, these guys live mainly underground or they're above here, but they can shapeshift from the fourth to the third dimension. Uh, they can actually be humanoids, you know, they can look like humans, but they're really not. So, you know, their, their job is to operate a system where it's like deep state, 
try and control people, uh, control the money system, control the food, control the pills, you know, um, and control everything, you know, uh, water, the whole thing, so that they can actually uh, start destroying, you know, uh, people because they don't want as many people on the planet. That's their modus operandi. And hmm. by the by the control, and it, it's really sad because, you know, I can see things underneath. I can see the CIA tunnels. I can see the Luciferian and uh, the, um, the uh, draconian uh, tunnels underneath and under the Vatican. I've seen them. They're, they're pretty horrific. You know, it is like um, kind of, you know, what would you call it? Hell on earth, effectively, you know, because they, they torture people. They eat children. The CIA use children for experiments, you know, and people, you know, I've worked a lot with the Illuminati fallout children. They're born, born into Illuminati families. From the age of four, they start the abuse. It's, it's actually horrific, you know, and I'm one of the only people, I know there's certain psychiatrists who help with this as well. I'm one of the only healers who will touch these people because I want to get them better. You know, a lot of people just can't listen to the things they've been through. Now, why does the CIA do that? Well, basically because there's two ways of, of working with your gifts. One is getting your vibration up, getting close to God. Gifts kick in. That's a great way. It takes a while. Mm, not for the CIA. They want to do it straight away. So let's put people in a life or death mode, and the gifts kick in, you know, wow. because of the extraordinary fear. So they just they just hit them with that. Gifts kick in. Oh, there we go. Because they don't want to wait and uh, allow people to um, allow people to, you know, naturally. Uh, get their gifts, and I think it's really sad because the natural way you learn your gifts as you go along. You know the CIA way; they, you know, they're just like they put you in a, a severe life and death situation where it's actually extraordinary, you know, off the charts that people wouldn't even, you know, believe. Right. And they also use abuse as well. Uh, I know for a lot of the children who are in the CIA, things they use a lot of abuse to alter the mind. It's it's called programming. It's like mask versus unmask. Mm. It's separation, you know. Uh, you look at different religions. If you look at religions, you know, the main concept really is unconditional love, you know, high vibration, Buddha, you know, Jesus the Christ talked about unconditional love, don't judge anybody. And yet, and yet they're not operating in that realm, really. You know, they're creating separation. You know, how many factions of Christianity you've got? Probably about 50. So, oh, I'm a Christian. Well, okay, what faction? And why there is the factions? Why is the factions anyway? You know, to me, I just teach unconditional love, one God, prime creator of all it is and you know we're here to just help people you know raise their vibration and wake up you know you've brought up masks and unmasks and separation a few times what is your contention about that are the masks a ploy or are they actually stopping spreading a disease uh, I, do, I, I think they're actually uh, affecting people really badly they're going to give them problem issues because you know you're ingesting bacteria that's going to build up you know i know a lot of people are going to hospital with you know chronic lung diseases or infections because they've been wearing a mask for like four days five days it's not good for you you know um i think in a you know an operating theater if you've got a mask on it helps you know if you don't breathe on somebody but um but these weaponized systems they're they're in the chemtrails they're nanoparticles they're airborne they're nothing to do with uh you know a mask won't bother you because they'll sink through the eyes they'll sink through the skin sink in the ears they'll sink anywhere you know because then 10 to the minus nine spool so whether you wear a mask or not and again in my opinion you know but uh, i think mask wearing is ridiculous and i think also with the coronavirus which is a generic flu i think people need to get it because you know what if you don't give you autoimmune exercise it's going to get weak you know it needs exercise you know mm -hmm. and so but with the weaponized system if you get that it's rna dna dependent so some people are going to get really chronic effects some people aren't uh, a mask isn't going to do anything for that at all and you know like i say it doesn't talk about uh, covid 19 in the book but it talks about the instruments the morgellons particles and the hiv and everything else it tells you where it came from the zeta grays with the paperclip project came over here you know it's been uh, redeveloped and you know that's where all this stuff's coming from like epstein bar you know if you have off-planet technology down here there's no herbs and things on this planet that can mm -hmm. touch it because it's it's on another planet so so that's why people can't go to Epstein Bar. They can't go to AIDS, uh, Lyme. You know, mm. they can't get rid of um, all these things, Morgellons, because it's off-planet technology. Yeah, that Morgellons. I was looking that up. So this is like a feeling, like there are bugs biting you all the time, and you're being eaten. Yeah, yeah, you get feeling that, and then what happens is you get like a welt coming on your skin, and plastic starts to come out of the skin. Or you know, depending on what chromosome it affects, 
I think chromosome 53, you can actually get literally bugs walking out of your skin like a spider. But it's it's like a weird looking thing, you know, the opaque spiders. They just walk out of your skin. Oh, and no, it, no, it, no. it freaks people out. It's horrific, you know. It's oh, horrific. No. I've dealt with it for 14 years, and it, it, you know the CDC won't recognise it, but it's there because I've seen it and got the T-shirt on that one. So, <laughs> but we do have a new protocol that can split your now future timeline. They can split the particles out of your body. So what we do is uh, we do a Mikuzdek splitting of the timelines, and then you go and path the divine line and complete wellness, and all the particles and any stealth pathogens things that split out of the body on timeline. So over about 60 days, it splits the stuff out of your body. It's had amazing effect. We've worked on about 130 people, and it's a 20-week program. So, you know, if anyone's interested in that, please let us know, because it does take care of these things. It does split out, you know, um, HIV, uh, Brady Lyme, uh, Agent Orange, and, you know, obviously Morgellons and the weaponized system. Are they aware of you? Like uh, the negative ETs, the CIA, the Illuminati, are they aware of you and the work you're doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what's interesting is that there, isn't, there is an interesting thing, you know, if you have fear, oh, they're going to come and get me, they'll come and get you, because that's exactly what you're manifesting. One of the things I've learned, they've tried to knock me out 289 times up to now. Uh, I remember once when I was in, and I'll say very quickly, I was in Delhi and uh, the airport, uh, sorry, I went back to Delhi. I went to see the Dalai Lama's area, you know, in uh, Dharmashala and, and the Cloud Gange. And I went back to the northern uh, Tibetan camp in uh, near Delhi, and I was meant to fly back. And I got this overwhelming, uh, you've got to stay five days. Why? Uh, you've got to stay five days. Why? Just stay for five days. And when they say that three times, that means you better be staying or else. Okay, so I changed my ticket. On the day I was meant to actually take off in Delhi airport, the... Um, the plane went to the end of the runway and blew up and killed everyone on board, you know. And I thought, wow, was that meant for me? And they go, well, yeah. So I blessed everyone on board and everything else. But, you know, and they've tried other things as well. Other things have happened. So, you know, and they've been covertly. So what I'm trying to come to is that if you have absolutely no doubt and no fear, you will be protected. Mm -hmm. But if you have a inkling with the doubt, they can ride in on that and do something about it. So it's really important. And that's correlates to vibration, releasing emotion, and just feeling absolutely amazing. So I just do my work and, you know, whatever happens is, is good. <laughs> good. It's all good. Well, I'm curious at the beginning you said, when I said, I feel this is not the end, you know, I got to say five weeks into this thing, I was like, come on now, five months later, six months later. And he's like, okay, really what's up? So what do you expect uh, might be coming and and that's like a weird question because the truth is we can change anything right in a in a yeah, yeah. minute we can all make a different choice on this planet and create differently but for right now in this moment we're in you and i christopher what is it that you anticipate we might be experiencing next and down the road well i've got a feeling we're going to another round of something in october it's the timelines aren't clear but i see either another round of different type of COVID thing or I see like a holographic alien invasion because they have this technology that they can produce things and you know one of the things I would really say if, if you take if you don't take anything from this just take this because it's really important holographic inserts are real uh, when I was uh, going for my green card uh, not green card sorry um, citizenship uh, the CIA sent me to a medical you know doctor just to get checked and so the CIA have asked me uh, to ask you three, three questions. And he said, I've got to look at your reaction. He said, have you ever been to a shopping mall, uh, a shopping mall, sorry, I don't pronounce it well, a shopping mall, and you don't feel as though you're there, you didn't contact properly with people and everything seems surreal. I said, what? What are you talking about? I knew exactly what he was talking about. What? I said, can you repeat the question? I didn't understand what you mean. So he said it again. I, I said, I don't know what you're talking about. He said, well, clearly not then, you know. Well, clearly, yes. What what they were talking about is this. A holographic insert, you can go, Walmart use this technology, by the way. So what they do is they change the whole interior, the vibrational interior, and they put a kind of, in quotes, a bit of software into the area so that the area changes. So I remember going into our Walmart. I don't go in there anymore because I'm not interested, but uh, I remember going in, and I walked in. Everything looked surreal. 
the whole colours have changed. Um, on the way in, there was no trolleys, and I said to this guy, "There's no trolleys. <laughs> there's no trolleys." Like, oh, they don't communicate properly. Went in also the right-hand side. They had uh, they had uh, what's it called? A subway. All the tables were missing, and they were normally bolted down. So there's clearly some issue. So hang on, is it a qualification? Yeah, it is. Walked out. Okay, dear God, I command that you remove this holographic insert from my life right now. Thank you, God. Send you unconditional love. So be it. Walked back in. It was completely changed. So if you see any alien invasions that don't feel like uh, correct or anything, say that. Look at the thing. Ground yourself. I am of God. I ground myself here. Dear God. I command that you remove this holographic insert from my life right now, and I thank you, God, and it'll disappear. I'll guarantee it. So that's something that'll be worthwhile because, you know, there's a few things can happen, and like I say, timelines are infinite, but humanity's timeline is vacillated between two or three. So I think we're going to get worse in uh, October, and then I think it'll start coming out of it next year. So. Okay. That's not so bad. No, it's, you know... It's them playing their games. You know, I think, you know, truly, truly, the more I look at it, the more I realize I just don't fit in this world, but mm. I'm here to help people. So what you've got to do is operate in your own sacred space. You know, I have the miniature building, this building, uh, and I also have my house. And, you know, we come here, we go home, we have a, a you know, a grill at each, you know, we have uh, cookers at each so we can cook food. I don't really go out that much because I've got to stay in a really good place so I can mm. help people. Because, like I say, if you dump in that swim pool, jump in the swim pool with the poo and wee, you kind of get, get contaminated. So I think it's really important to stay in a sacred space, and then you can do your work for as many people as possible. Yeah. yeah. This is Dare to Dream, Christopher. What do you next dare to dream? What are your future dreams and goals? Uh, I never dream. I, well, I do dream at the start, but it's not a dream. It's, I have visions of reality. And, and my biggest thing next year, the project, is this $100 billion project to create the 20,000 acres, to create the pyramid project, and to create infrastructure so people can go see them. It'll be the biggest, um, you know, the biggest, I think, uh, spiritual, um, uh, what do you call it, project ever done on this planet, mm-hmm. even by the Mekilzdek beings, and they've done many in the past. So, and I think it's going to be great. So my dream is to, you know, and that's to help people. It's there to actually feed the uh, planet with enormous quantities of energy. And it's also going to do healing as well. So I think uh, that, that's my dream. His website is globalenlightenmentproject.com. Anything here at the end you'd like to say to the listeners? Yeah, I just, uh, I, I just want to encourage everyone to step out of fear and anger and, and don't have any judgment. You know, people want to amass let them because everyone's at a different awakening process. And I see a lot of hatred. You've got to let the hatred go because, you know, don't judge people, love them. And just think, you know, if someone snarked you, oh, bless you, you know, you're not in a good space, so I'm going to love you. But, but also set boundaries. I think it's really important to set boundaries. You know, if people are really snarky and, and trying to be narcissistic or passive aggressive uh, and they're not going to change, then what you have to do is learn to navigate that in your life. So set the boundaries, love them, but don't allow that stuff in. You know, I think it's really important because it will drag your energy down. Mm. Everybody who's listening or watching is welcome to participate in Christopher's live new protocol to remove Lyme, Mergonolis. I hope I'm saying that right, but you heard about <laughs> the disease. <laughs> yeah, say it for us. More gallons. Yeah. More gallons, AIDS, HIV, H and Orange, Experience Christopher's work. It's a one-hour comprehensive healing session. Okay, as well. So if you want it, beautiful. Thank you. That's available on your website and Amazon. Yeah, yeah, on the website on Amazon. And one thing I was going to say, it's got duality. If you don't like the book, if you fold it in half, you can actually put it under the door as a doorstop. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's so multi. Like it. <laughs> Repurpose the book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's got it. dual purpose. <laughs> So he gives these live healings on Mondays and on Thursdays and Saturdays. It is a really long registration link. And so I will have it should people go to the Apple podcast site, Dare to Dream with Debbie Dashinger, they'll find it there, youtube.com slash Debbie Dashinger, they'll find it. And also globalenlightenmentproject.com. Christopher, thank you so much for coming on the show today. It's been an honor and a pleasure. Oh, Debbie, thanks for having me. It's been absolutely fantastic. So bless your heart. Thank you so much.
great conversation and very relevant, prevalent conversation as well. I end this show today with this quote from Max Dupree. We need to give each other the space to grow, to be ourselves, to exercise our diversity. We need to give each other space so that we may both give and receive such beautiful things as ideas, openness, dignity, joy, healing, and inclusion. Thanks for joining us today. Remember to not just dare to dream, but to dare to create all your dreams into your reality. You are so needed at this time. Subscribe to the Dare to Dream podcast to hear the weekly number one transformation conversation. The upcoming guest is Amberly Lago next week. You've seen her on television. She's a leading expert in the field of health, fitness, resilience, transformation, and she's the best-selling author of the book, True Grit and Grace. Thanks for joining us today. Always a pleasure. Dare to dream.